This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is 76ers Rewind. Time now to listen back to post-game reaction from the team's most recent game. On the second night of a back-to-back, the Philadelphia 76ers look to get a win in Chicago after beating Orlando at home in Philadelphia on Tuesday. But unfortunately, tonight... In Chicago, while entertaining and a drama-ridden, uh, the Sixers fall tonight, 108-107 in a weird game. Hello, all. Welcome to the Sixers postgame show right here on the Sixers Radio Network. I'm Devon Givens. Sixers fall again, 108-107 on one of the weirdest calls, plays, if you will, ever seen in basketball, specifically in Sixers history and arguably in NBA history, where Zach Levine makes a basket to put the Chicago Bulls up by 1-108-107 with five-tenths of a second left on the clock. Sixers call timeout after a missed free throw by Levine. Get the ball back right around half court. Get ready to inbound the pass. Ben Simmons with a lob to the rim to Jimmy Butler. Unfortunately for the Chicago Bulls, though, the team, uh, the team, the team just simply, the operations team simply started the clock before they should have. And therefore, the 76ers had another opportunity having to leave the locker room and come back out on the floor. Some players look to have their jerseys off and some of their accessories as part of their uniform. And uh, let's, go to, let's go to Brett. Well, let's get ready to go to the coach, head coach Brett Brown outside the visiting locker room. We've only been able to play about four games together so far. Going down the stretch here, you talked about only having 17 games left in the season. Uh, for you, the importance of getting that starting five back out in jail together before the playoffs start. I mean, it's crucial. You know, when you, when we you all when we all step back and you look at the league, you look at just common sense, sport, like teams that have been with each other for the season. You would all be quite naive to think they don't have a starting point that's a little bit further along than ours. And so as I admitted at the start of this, before this game in my pre-press, in pre-game press, you know, you're cramming. And uh, we'll be cramming even more getting Joel back. Um, but the good news is we, we got a lot of firepower to work with 
Um, the bad news is, is time is not on our side. And uh, if you had your druthers, I'll take what we have. And, you know, I trust the, I trust the locker room. They, they're the good people. They genuinely care. And, uh, you know, they understand, like, opportunities that we have are rare. We have a, we have a good um, core group of people, some veteran talent. And, um, you know, we need to capitalize and maximize with this opportunity. Did that first .5 strike you as fast or too fast? Or the first one did. .5, not really. You know, I lived through the Derek Fisher shot when I was with Pop and the Spurs. That, that's still haunting. That was actually .4. Um, the, the, the first one surprised me. You know, I really felt like something strange had happened then. I thought that definitely was too fast. Back to James for a second. When when you have games like this, do you see where the potential for him potentially help you guys out in the playoffs when he has games like this? You know, like and I thought Jonathan the other night did some good things as well. And so, you know, we have we have two good young players. Who we're trying to figure out the the core group we we sort of get. You know, you got that starting group and TJ and and uh, Mike Scott, and then we're going to inherit Boban back into this mix. We hope quite soon. I don't know what his timeline is. Joel's around the corner. And I thought Amir, you know, came in and had some serviceable minutes like I did with Jonah. So I, I, I hope just for health and some type of time. And uh, health and time will be the best medicine that, uh, that we could ask for. Thanks. 76ers head coach Brett Brown outside of the United Center visiting locker room. Speaking about the loss, 108-107 to the Chicago Bulls, and as we were speaking about before the uh, the post-game press conference with the head coach, we were speaking about Zach Levine and tipping the basketball at the rim, not allowing Jimmy Butler to have an opportunity with .5 seconds left on the clock to get a shot up to eventually give the Sixers a chance to win the game. But the operations team at the scores table started the clock prematurely. Sixers had to come out of the locker room, set up another play, get another shot, and unfortunately the ball skates through Jimmy Butler's hands, not clean, and not allowing him to get a shot off uh, with time left on the clock, falling 108-107. Butler did hit two free throws to give the 76ers the lead at 4.8 seconds to go, 107-106. But on the very next play for the Chicago Bulls out of the timeout, Zach Levine, who was phenomenal tonight with 39 points, gets the ball out there in the wing, a miscommunication between Jimmy Butler and Mike Scott, who was playing the center position, defending Robin Lopez, gets caught. Zach Levine down the lane for an opportunity to lay the ball in. Ben Simmons has to slide over and help. Foul and the basket. Of course, he missed a free throw, but just a tough way to end the game tonight where you'll look to continue to pick up these wins against these teams, especially coming off of a tough win last night at home against the Orlando Magic. 108-107, the final score from Chicago. When we come back, we will check back in with Tom McGinnis on the other side, live from the United Center to get some final thoughts from him. And again, this is the Sixers Post Game Show right here on the Sixers Radio Network. Club 76 is the official season ticket waiting list of the Philadelphia 76ers. Get priority access for 2019-2020 season tickets by signing up for either Club 76 Elite or Club 76 Free. Other benefits include exclusive 76ers gear and access to special ticket offers and events. For more information, go to Sixers.com slash join Club 76, email Club 76 at 76ers.com, or call 215-339-7676. 215-339-7676.
Welcome back to the Sixers postgame show here on the Sixers Radio Network. Devon Givens with you uh, as we discuss the Philadelphia 76ers lost 108-107. A weird one. Nevertheless, it goes down in the lost column 41-24 and now on the season. They re- remain a full game behind the Indiana Pacers, who are idle. Boston Celtics are currently uh, playing tonight, so we'll keep you up up to date on that as the night goes along. But we do head back to, to the United Center to check back in with the voice of the Philadelphia 76ers here on the Sixers Radio Network, Tom McGinnis. Tom, as you pointed out during the closing moments of this game, one of the strangest finishes we've ever seen in NBA. Yeah, so the referees, they have these things on their belt and, you know, like I said, I believe they trigger, you know, they're kind of taking that out of the hands of an official score just because, you know, there potentially could be an advantage for the home team if the guy has a, a quick trigger on the on the, on the the button on that in terms of starting the clock. So that, I, that's been in, in place for years. And, you know, they're human too. So it's not, that's not, that's something that they start. And, uh, yeah, when you watched it, you know, I guess it seemed quick, but, a half a second doesn't take that long. And then when you watch it, I saw a replay finally, and, you know, like Zach Levine's touching it with one-tenth of a second to go, and you're like, well, wait a minute. How did that happen? Because nobody had touched it yet. So, right. you know, it becomes a mood point when the Sixers don't, you know, catch the ball on the second inbound. The bigger thing for me is, yeah, crazy finish, but losing a 10-point lead and up, I believe, with – Five minutes ago, the Sixers led by six, 98-92, to a team that is, you know, a very young team with an extraordinary young talent in Levine, and just the breakdowns, the turnovers, and that coverage. I mean, Zach Levine, you, everybody in the building, anybody who listened or watched, knew he was going to get the ball, and the Sixers have a coverage where he gets right to the rim, and that that's that's tough. I mean, that that that'll cost you. A playoff game or you know that kind of you know like brett brown said they wanted to cover that a little bit better well yeah and you know so this is you know they all count they all hurt but certainly now you know with you're playing a team that you had you had you had them down and you couldn't finish the deal and turnovers and uh, missed opportunities and missed assignments cost you the game and one of the other things tom that stood out for me as i isolated on the game Robin Lopez, very active on the offensive glass. Yeah. And late in that stretch that you're talking about with the 10-point lead, he had a few offensive rebounds to give them second-chance opportunities, and he converted. Right. Even if it wasn't him, he kept it alive. He got them the ball, like you say. And that's how he started the game, too. I mean, he, he's incredible. That, that's, you know, that's the best I've ever seen him play. Oftentimes, you know, he was a screener, or, uh, a defender, or a rebounder. But tonight, you know, he was a main, main part of the game. Uh, and did a terrific job. He did screen, and he did uh, set up those dribble handoffs and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, everybody last night, we were all worried about Nick Vucevic. Well, it turns out Robin Lopez was the guy mm-hmm. from the visiting team in terms of or the, the opponent with a big center that was going to do damage. And, yeah, it's tough. The Sixers had some great moments. Ben was dominant early on, not so much late. Jimmy Butler looked like he was going to have 30-plus points. Not so much later on, although he did make a good defensive play, made some free throws. J.J. had a good start. Harris, he got almost nothing from in the first half. Uh, so James Ennis was great. That's a real positive. And you move on. Light number two of a back-to-back, but same story for Chicago in this setup. And now you go down to Houston where you're taking on a team that may be playing. It's, they finally have some health now in terms of the Rockets. 
and you're playing a team that may be playing its best basketball of the year. Tom, again, is live from the United Center. Sixers fall tonight, 108-107 to the Bulls, and a interesting one, again, dropping their record to 41-24, and as Tom pointed out, headed to Houston for a game against the Rockets on Friday. Tom, last one before we let you go, as you isolate some of the other players, Mike Scott, and we know, again, tough loss tonight, and he was part of that missed assignment with Jimmy Butler, but over the last few games, and specifically since he's been traded here from the Clippers, we've had a real good glimpse of his overall versatility, both offensively and defensively, specifically with his toughness. Right, and in fairness, you know, he's guarding their center. Yes. And that's not, you know, that's not his position. But no, over the last five games coming in, he was shooting almost 58% from the field. He had 13 threes, including that big game against, what was that, the Warriors with six threes. And again, I look at him as a guy that's really going to help the Sixers in these big games down the stretch and in the playoffs because of the fact that, again, he can switch defensively and he can make down, make big shots. He brings toughness. He's a great teammate. Again, he's one of these guys we've watched for a few years uh, in Atlanta and this year a little bit with the Clippers. And then you get him on your team, and I, I, I haven't spent a lot of time, but everybody raves about him. Mm-hmm. So that's a, one of those guys that, oh, okay, when, when you get a guy in your gym and on your team and in the locker room, you realize – all right, well, what a player, and there's a reason he stuck around for this long. And So, no, I think he's really going to be helpful. And like I said, with Simmons doing some good work yesterday, and Brett Brown echoed this, and then Anna's playing here tonight. You get TJ, and, and Jonas had some good moments. So you're going to need that second unit against some of these top-tier teams in the Eastern Conference. Well, again, a talented player, and hopefully helps him down the stretch. The next one against Houston on Friday. Tom, safe flight to Houston, and we'll check in with you on Friday from All Houston right, Toyota you. Center. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate it, Tom. Again, it's again live from the United Center with some late thoughts on his way out of the center uh, on the Sixers' loss, 108-107, and he was right. The 10-point lead that they had, the biggest lead of the game for either team, and you have to find a way to hold on to that. You're in a raucous building. You allowed the, the fan base to get back into it and really help support the, the, the Chicago Bulls on the floor, and they really fed off of it. And with Zach Levine and Robin Lopez playing the way that they were, the momentum just simply started to change. And the Sixers dropped this one, one that is really tough, that they're really going to have to go back and look at some of the things that they did wrong to try to figure out getting back on the floor on Friday from the Toyota Center in Houston. 108-107 is the final score. On the other side, some highlights from Tom McGinnis on the game call. This is the Sixers Post Game Show right here on the Sixers Radio Network. The Delaware Blue Coats have arrived. The Sixers' official NBA G League affiliate is opening the all-new 76ers Fieldhouse in Wilmington, Delaware. Blue Coats games are perfect for business outings and an awesome family night out. Visit Sixers.com slash Blue Coats. That's Sixers.com slash Blue Coats. Tickets start at 10 bucks. Just 10 bucks. That's Sixers.com slash Blue Coats. Join the revolution today. Oh, welcome back to the Sixers Post Game Show here on the Sixers Radio Network. Devon Givens with you. Sixers down by the Bulls tonight, 108-107. And a controversial play at the end of the game with the shot clock being, uh, the game clock being started before a little prematurely. Sixers fall, though, 108-107. We start things off in the first quarter as Ben Simmons gets things going, 8-2. Jimmy Butler then with a phenomenal dunk to make it 12-4 from a pass from Ben Simmons. Amir Johnson keeping things going, staying within the flow of the offense, connecting from deep from Ben Simmons to make it 17-10. J.J. Reddick continues his hot shooting from yesterday's game here in Philadelphia. 
TJ to Bolden, back to McConnell, turns the corner on Selden, reverse layup block. Mike Scott gathers it, out to J.J., fakes a pass, shoots it, and knocks down a three. The veteran J.J. Redick, two-time National College Player of the Year. His second tray, he's got eight. Second tray, eight on the evening, two. The only makes for J.J. Redick on the evening. That made it 30-30. to That was the final score at the end of quarter number one. Sixers continued things, going back and forth with the Chicago Bulls, James Ennis, in a battle, if you will, with Jonathan Simmons to see who's going to get some minutes. Really showed up tonight for the 76ers. T.J. with it to Ennis. Eight to shoot. Ennis drives. Oh, baby! James Ennis, the third, rocks the rack. What a jam! Even the Chicago crowd is enthused. That was unreal. What athleticism. Great finish at the rim for Ennis. He gave you 11 points on the evening, 5 of 7 from the field, 1 of 2 from deep, uh, also contributing 7 rebounds in the 7 minutes and 20 seconds. You'd like to see that from the veteran swingman, Ben Simmons. Again, just a, a very good game overall early on, going coast to coast for the finish. Simmons keeps it, drives it, and jams it. Ben Simmons as the Bulls caught looking at each other. Who's got Simmons? Nobody. And Ben Simmons now with nine. Sixers take the lead. 48-47, the lane parted like the Red Sea for Ben Simmons to finish strong at the rim again for the 76ers. Up one at that point. Mike Scott drills it three to make it 53-52 at the half. Score tied yet again, 57-57. Out of the... Out of the locker room, to, to, Tobias Harris drops in the three to make it 60-57 to 57 to start things off. Ben Simmons, one more time, not only with the finish at the rim, but also the no-look pass right here. Simmons with the steal. Here, what a no-look pass. Jimmy Butler puts it in. Ben Simmons looking at the Bulls bench and throwing it to Jimmy Butler down the right side. Butler gathers it in and dunks it. Fantastic. A Magic Johnson-esque play. Something that we're accustomed to seeing by now for the second-year point guard that made it 67-63 Philadelphia. Ben Simmons makes a running hook flip shot, if you will, to make it 71-65. Again, Ennis keeping it going offensively high off the glass to make it 77-74 with a tough banker. Mike, Th Mike Scott, who we mentioned late with Tom McGinnis from deep. Butler with the ball. Butler guarded by two men. Goes to Bolden. Bolden to Scott. He catches. He shoots. And it's good. Mike Scott pours it in. Two seconds to go in the third. 86-82. And again, that was the score at the end of three. The 76ers put up 29 points in the third quarter to the 25 for the Chicago Bulls to hold that four-point lead, which was necessary coming out of the uh, gate for the Sixers in the fourth quarter. Again, James Ennis keeping it going with the three to make it 94-86. Then a lot of back and forth after Amir Johnson with a nice phenomenal dunk, driving dunk to make it 96-88. Zach Levine counters with a three-pointer to make it 98-95. Philadelphia, Otto Porter ties it up. At 101, Jimmy Butler with two free throws with 4.8 seconds to go to make it 107-106, and then this to end the game. Porter trying to get away from Harris. Lopez going up top. He'll get the ball. He's going to go back to Lopez. And now Levine down the lane, and Lamp is up and good. 1.6 to go. That was awful easy. Missed assignment once again between Jimmy Butler and Mike Scott, who was guarding Robin Lopez. He came up to set the pick, slipped a little bit. Jimmy Butler followed Robin Lopez, as did Mike Scott, who was a little uh, and unsure of where to go and ultimately coming over late, uh, committing the foul on Zach Levine to make the basket 108-107. Chicago wins at the United Center to improve to 19-47. Sixers fall 41-24. to 
on the season, and they get back at it on Friday, live from the Toyota Center against the Houston Rockets, who they uh, had a very good game against early on in the season, and it should be a very good contest with Chris Paul back. Same with Clint Capella. Should be a really good game for the 76ers against the Houston Rockets on Friday night, another 8 o'clock start. So as these games get closer and closer to uh, winding down the regular season, we're going to have a lot of primetime games. And yet again, the Sixers are one of those teams in the league that is highly coveted in terms of watching league pass uh, alert, if you will, for this basketball team. Still unsure of when Joel Embiid will be back with the basketball team. The same for Boban Marjanovic. We will see, but you did have Jonah Bolden back for the 76ers to go along with Amir Johnson back in the starting lineup for the 76ers. Played well yet again, and uh, maybe you know with those offensive rebounds, you can maybe see where he might have been able to help just a little bit more than Mike Scott uh, down the stretch to to help stop the bleeding, if you will, with Robin Lopez very active on the offensive glass. But once again, Sixers fall 108. 107, 46% from the field for the 76ers. They were outshot by the Chicago Bulls by six, 93 attempts for the Bulls for their 44%. Eight of 24 from deep for the Sixers, six of 23 for the Chicago Bulls. Both teams getting to the free throw line at a high number, 24 for the Sixers, converting 19, 27 for the Bulls, connecting on 20 of those free throws. Pretty even on the glass, 47 to 46, the Bulls with the advantage. Offensive rebounds again, 16 to 13, the advantage. Chicago, while the Sixers had a good number, unfortunately down the stretch, it was Chicago's, whether it be a tip ball, as Tom again is pointed out by Robin Lopez, or him simply grabbing an offensive rebound for a second chance opportunity to help his team secure the win. Sixers with 15 turnovers to the Bulls, 18, 17 points off of those 15 turnovers for the Chicago Bulls. Sixers were able to muster up 13 points off of the 13 turnovers for Chicago. Sixers again back at it on Friday, live from Houston. Tom McGinnis on the game call, Brian Seltz on the pregame coverage. So, one final time, the score 108-107, Sixers fall. They are now 41-24 and on the season. Special thanks to Dylan McKinnon for the audio highlights and always a great one to Carl Namoli for engineering the game back here in Philadelphia. And for Tom McGinnis, Brian Seltzer, I'm Devon Givens. This has been the Sixers Post Game Show. If you're listening on the flagship station, 97.5 The Fanatic, we'll have In the Post with you and me and Dylan until midnight. But for everyone else, have a great night, and we will catch up with you on Friday live from Houston right here on the Sixers Radio Network. You've been listening to 76ers Rewind. Be sure not to miss new episodes the day after each game this season, all year long. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.